I've been staring at the eastern horizon, watching the curved line of sea as it changes from silver to gunmetal grey, depending on the disposition of the sun, moon or clouds. No phone signal, no mains electricity, no road. Here are three watery meditations to tide us over, while I attempt to wrangle my grey matter into something of a thinking-in-words shape rather than the amorphous, estivating entity it currently resembles. See you next week, with an essay, Hemispheres Permitting. Photos this week of the moon over the sea from this August in Dorset, blue skies, ash tree and a Norman castle keep from 2016, and lichen on limestone from a trip to the Burren, Ireland, in 2017. Shoals. Muse, in me, is at once like a guest, a meal and a wolf, consumed and consuming. At times hunkered down like a prepper with protein bars and weaponry, sometimes loose-limbed and striding out, speaking in tongues to trees. Other times he is tight as wind knots in fishing line, the hard place that will not run smoothly through the eye of life. He likes me, to fight, to fish, to wrestle, to draw, to write. I cast this line out. At next spring tide of August dark moon, will the soul shoals come near shore? Will they chase their young up the shingle to devour them as they must? My white bait thoughts are beached and flickering. Mackerel soulfish eat them up and turn this mental energy into fleet bars of feeling with purple ochre blood and guts full of mangled thought fry. Then, way behind, corralling them into the cove, the bass, the ones who navigate the depths and eat both thought and feeling, the unconscious motives. And behind this, the sometime seal Wide, dark-eyed, fish-herd, whiskered mischief. Inscrutably bright, dark creature. The dreaming body. Turning over in the luxury of long kelp over white sands to face west, inland, to catch my eye. To bob up, quizzical, to go under for answers. At home below, breathing in above. Even when I do not see her whiskers, I know she swims near the shore by how the fry mackerel and bass are moving. When all three leap, I know the dreamer is hungry. White bait are easily gathered as they flap on the strand. Mackerel are caught with shiny hooks. Bass require skill and a skillful cast. Seals belong in the sea. July 2019 Don't reflect for months, unswabbed decks, bespoke spider-poo cascades, fox-chewed lambones, made a good needle case, topped with a cork. To care enough for this vessel would mean keeping faith with life. Threw a small spider overboard and destroyed its web. A passing perch is fed by my unkindness. Seek clarity, don't reflect upon the river. July 2018 Sky Mother
How I get stronger is by being more flexible, by containing more, opening around the aches, engulfing pain, eating it, making it food. There is nowhere that a tsunami is not soft if you were to put your hand into the still water of it. But when it comes down upon you, it's all improvised knives and devastation. I hold to the watercourse way. How I do not smash my head on the rocks is not by wishing it so. Neither does swimming technique help. Loose, loose and firm when necessary. That's all. Sky Mother gathers stars together. Her mantle, her brooches. Earth Father lies deep and waiting. Lions walk on him and say, There is a reversal and we are the harbingers. I love him with songs, but I speak to her with candles. Beeswax, shells of side-stepping crabs, iridescent rose borer beetle wing casings. For him, melody, chanted repetition of thought forms, in paired words, bonded with paradox and humour. Hey-ho, Arthpa, granite oaf, slab lever, loose-leaf barleycorn born, all to the tunes of Kings of the Wild Frontier or Stripped. The twelve-year-old in me, First saw his head and shoulders, horned and pelted, she melted and swooned. And so she picks the playlist, makes the mixtape. She says, meet me in the woods. And he does, being a granter of wishes as well as a taker of prizes. In Windsor Park he hunts down the deer. In the long mind he lies snoozing, awaiting the tickle of the seeds as they burst from their pods, giggling into light after the long night and intoxication of not yet having been born. We are not yet born and we are dying of laughter. We are rolling on the floor, burst from our pods. Oh shit, we're taking root. And so the Earth Father makes us part of himself again and we turn our little faces up to the mother as she drags her chariot above us, golden. Now we must daily turn to face her, whether we will it or no. She says, do as I will. Ah, we say, okay, and we rub our kickers in the dirt and scuff them up a bit. Sky Mother, dressed head to toe in blue-black and draped with stars, offered me a pen dagger on a converted bus in a field near the River Stour, in a time before and after all that had happened up until that moment. She called me down from where I was engaged in what felt like very unrealistic passion on the top deck. She was the intimate reality, the future, if I would accept her present. I told her to call me. I said I'd left her a note. Some lovely man was hands all over me and outlined like anime, but the real was downstairs and I knew it. She was patient, in the way only a mother can be. She knew I hadn't been where I said I was. She was also not disappointed, or at least not glaringly so, when she told me she had waited two years and that I must come with her now. A few months later, and I know I have her pen. I am writing this with it. I'm asking for more of the right kind of pressure, under which I will change my crystal structure. My bones will become denser, like the left arms of archers, like the long bowmen of Henry V. Even when we dig them up, we know what their work was. The rich calcium deposits of killing the French by the thousand. Under this weight, likewise, I will get denser. This is the transformation of particles 
flocculating, constellating, aligning with the four universal forces as yet ununified, and finally becoming no thing. Nothing you could tell from my surface would inform you about what was really going on inside. That is due to how much I have borne, and what I am prepared to bear. Light reflects, yes, but not of what cannot be seen. March 2018 This week's three good things. The joy of reading novels has returned after being absent since the start of the first UK lockdowns. I am so happy I could and did cry. The two books that burst through my fiction block are these beauties, No Season But the Summer by Matilda Laser, an enthralling, ragged-edged, modern-day ancient myth retelling, and Nick Hunt's Red Smoking Mirror, with characters bright as turquoise and sacrificial fires, in his counter-historical rendering of Mexica and its Moorish conquerors. I cannot recommend them more, and for once, you can judge these books by their colourful, well-designed covers. And in even more good book news, Doogie Strang, who was for a long time part of the Dark Mountain Collected, has finished his first book, The Bone Cave, which will be out soon. It launches Wednesday the 11th of October 2023 at 7.30 at the Scottish Storytelling Centre in Glasgow, Scotland. Tickets are free, but you need to book. There's a link. Doogie is the best storyteller I ever heard and he transformed my perception and experience of the art form. He opened my ears to the mythic landscape, to how the land speaks. One evening in the highlands of Scotland, as wild swans flew overhead at the very same moment, they appeared in the tale of a sheen he was telling around the fire. 